Hello, good afternoon on the last day of our wonderful year of 2014. It's Julia Sotis here on a totally different reality. And we have a very special New Year's edition of a totally different reality. And I have a very fun friend, co-facilitator, um, wild, crazy, access consciousness girl, um, Patty Alfonso on my show today. <laughs> I can hear her giggling. And I'm really excited to talk to Patty because she's, I don't know, she's very different than other people and has this funny way of going about the world. Um, or at least this is what I perceive. Um, it's, she just enjoys life and goes with the flow and is always fun and always fun to be around. And there's just a certain magic about her. So that's what I'm here to learn about today is Patty's magic. So welcome, Patty. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. That's so kind and sweet of you to say. Yeah. <laughs> As I giggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome to my world. <laughs> exactly. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so Patty has, and Patty is an access facilitator. Um, she does a series of classes called Pole Dancing for Consciousness, and I actually haven't attended one yet, but I've heard raving reviews about how her classes change people's bodies, the way that they look at their bodies, just, I don't know, generally, like, um, I had a friend who went to one of her classes and was like, oh my gosh, like, you should have seen some of the guys at the class, like, they just opened up and were like totally themselves and like work in the pole. And, and I was like, holy crap, like it's pretty amazing <laughs> to create a space for men to do that. So it, it, I think that Patty does things really differently. So I'm really excited to talk about things. And the topic of the show today is the body. It's sort of our loose topic though, because I think there's lots of things that we can talk about and lots of places that we can go. So I guess we'll just start out Patty by like, if you could talk about your courses and and what you do and who you are. Why, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> it's funny when you, in the intro, when you said, you know, on the last day of the year, and I just got this sort of uh, download of what my year has been like, you know, 2014. And I've been saying this, it's like I've lived 10,000 lifetimes in this year. And I was kind of tuning into the energy of the people who would be listening to the call and like what, you know, what's required. And the question of like, what would your life be like if you included your body in your journey? And I've been doing pole dancing for about three years and it's been amazing for me. Um, and that is why I chose to create, well, I think pole dancing chose me, but um, to create pole dancing for consciousness, because it's really been this year where I have really, really, really chosen to invite my body onto this journey. And it's the year that I've had the most transformation, the most change, the most um, magic in my life. And so it's been so amazing. Um, and inviting your body, like inviting your senses, your sensualness, inviting the joy of embodiment into your life can be such a gift. 
Um, and I, I have a sense that that may be what you're perceiving, as you say, as you see me like floating around the world, right? <laughs> exactly. I, That's exactly, yeah. I, you put words to it really well. That's exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. And I was sort of tuning in. I saw what you posted about on Facebook and, and like, I find joy even just when I walk in the sensation of, of my clothes rubbing up against my body and how that sort of lights up my body and wakes up my body and and the inclusion of that orgasmic energy in my energy field in everything that I that I choose and that I do and that I be and that I am when I show up places and and so for me really sort of embodying that energy, awakening that energy, pole dancing was a big part of that for me. Um, and I call it the magic of you and your body, the magic of pole dancing, because awakening that and really being in tune with that can add so much magic to your life. Um, I started, like I said, pole dancing about three years ago, and I, I chose to do pole dancing because I had shut myself off in so many different ways. Um, I was just, I, I call it like the lockdown, like life's experiences, they kind of come at you unless you have the tools to sort of be aware and change things and just be aware, we start shutting ourselves off, not only our bodies in the sense of locking ourselves down and that sort of stiff rigidity that can sometimes show up um, for people, but then our beings as well. And we start to just try to, you know, I did, at least I should just speak for myself, trying to fit into this reality, fit into what other people want us to do to, to how they want us to be. And that just creates uneasiness. I mean, unless you're really embodying you and your body and just like really showing up 100% that bright, amazing light that you are, that contribution that you are to consciousness, then you're just shutting yourself off. And I've really, really had an amazing journey in just letting go of a lot of that this year. And, and it's a journey that has, you know, been happening for a while. But um, yeah, I, I don't know what else. To- <laughs> no. And like, why, do you, why do you think that it is that people shut themselves down like that? Like when you talk about like walking and like you can feel the way that your clothes you know touch your body like people are so blithely unaware of any type of sensation like that because I think that there's a lot that goes along with it like it's a form of sexualness and it's a form Mm -hmm. of enjoyment and and presence and I think that people are really afraid to have that a lot of times um and and like why do you think that is and what have you done from going from, you know, maybe not being as present or receiving those kind of sensations to being able to now? Well, there's a lot of different reasons um, that have come up in classes that I've learned through my work of, of why people choose that. Um, the things that come up for people in their lives, you know, not really being able to show up for themselves. And like I said, trying, you know, to live their lives according to what other people want. Um, There's a huge, there's a lot of judgment in this reality around sexualness and sensualness. 
and there's some fear that comes up, you know, for people, if I really truly be as amazing and beautiful and, you know, all of those things as I truly be, am I going to be received, you know, and, and not just received in a way where like people are grateful for you, but sometimes you'll be received and totally judged for the amazing creature that you are. And I think that's just the way this reality has been set up. Right. It's been created to like fit into some kind of mold, um, you know, for, yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, it's really funny to me because I haven't, since I started Access, I haven't spent that much time around people or the people that I do spend time with. I do spend time with people. I'm very social, um, mm-hmm. but not a lot of time, like day after day, really getting to know people. Um, and I started this job bartending just, you know, for the fun of it at night. And it's amazing to me how I can, like, I haven't experienced this really to this level, but like I can be judged for the magical, like, like, it's like, it's like when you have a conversation with somebody, like it just can't be received. Like everything you say falls flat on the floor and it's just, it's like two totally different universes. And yeah, it feels like crap. If you let yourself feel it, if you don't receive it and not have a point of view about it. So it's funny to me, like, this is sort of new for me. Like, Holy crap. Like, like, you can be kind and, and do all these things. And I watch people do it to other people. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. And as infinite beings with the level of, of awareness that we actually have, I'm curious if that sensation of feeling like crap, really, when we show up as the magical beings that we are, it is going to bring up crap in other people. They start looking right, at themselves. Right. They're like, Oh, I'm not showing up like that. And rather than, you know, owning that and, and like, okay, what do I need to change about myself so that I can start showing up like that? They'd rather throw that crap back at you, right? And right. make you wrong for being the amazing, magical being that you are. And that's where like the access tools really, really are such a contribution. And it's that moment where you got to like really kind of facilitate yourself and just be aware wow, is this even mine? You know, because you're like you, anyone, your your basic infinite beingness, like it's joy and happiness and magic and like everything is possible. All the colors of, you know, infinite possibility are available to you. This is our basic sort of nature. Anything beyond that is judgment and stuff that doesn't belong to you. Um, so I've, I've actually been sort of looking at this a lot in the last couple of months as well. Um, you know, when I really, really show up, the, the like stuff that starts kind of popping off around me, right? And when I am the dominant space of, you know, Patty, the infinite being and, and the sexualness and the sensualness, I can see all that and be like, wow, okay, what invitation can I be for change? in this situation. And I tell you, shrinking down, locking down, hiding, none of that is an invitation for anyone. Um, yeah, not for you really and not work. for the people around you. No, it really doesn't. Because you're shutting down and then the other person is shutting down. Everyone's shutting down and that's not a contribution 
for anything that we're looking to to sort of create and change in this reality. Right. So I that's where the access tools really, 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 really can help um, facilitate. You know, it's 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 pretty amazing. <laughs> it is pretty amazing. You know, amazing. even just little things like I can like it's so amazing because you know my life like you know, we were taught to care what other people think. And even with me, like using these tools, I have like, I have a space now where I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, should I care what this person thinks? And I just, I don't like, I care about the person, but like their their judgment of me is just like totally received. And it's like, you know, and it's amazing that something actually pragmatically in a short time could actually get you to that space. Yeah. So, and I know I, that that you seem to be an expert on that space. So, well, for me, like, I love what you just said. For me, I totally get that. Yes, I care about people. I I have an innate kindness, you know, that I know is who I be. And what you think of me is really none of my business. <laughs> that totally. Kind of, that's such a good quote. One of the tools that I use a lot, it's what you think of me is none of my business. <laughs> you can have that thought about me. You can have that judgment about me. That is not a reflection really of me, you know. Um, and when I find that when I am really embodying the dominant space of me, then, like I said, I can see all of that. I can perceive all of the judgments and the awarenesses and all of that stuff and still choose me and still choose to show up and have kindness towards the person that's having that judgment and receiving that judgment, receiving in the sense where like I see it and it just goes right through me. I don't hold it into my body. I don't lock it in. I don't try to understand why they think this I don't try to you know figure it out or do something different I just continue to show up and whatever people choose based on that is their choice and it has nothing to do with me and it's their choice if they would like to change and come play with me or if they'd rather sit in a corner and judge me and be mean and whatever all that is choice it's all choice and you're welcome to that. I'll be over here playing, floating around <laughs> the world, like Julia said. <laughs> Having a good time. I'm happy if you want to come play. But, you know, <laughs> that's your choice. I can't drag you towards joy and, and <laughs> happiness. I can just be it. <laughs> God knows I've tried dragging people towards it. I was listening to a class with Gary this morning, and he was talking about... He was talking about how much we've incarcerated, um, and I'll explain incarcerations in a minute, how much we've incarcerated people to be like, oh, I'm having, like, so much fun, come play, or, like, you have to stop choosing your reality, and you have to start choosing my reality, because I'm so conscious, and I'm so great, and I was just laughing, and he was like, if you choose my reality, you'll get a free toaster included, and I was like, so true, we do that stupid stuff so often it's so funny but yeah like when you can just be like I'm gonna be me and you can come or you can go you can do whatever you please like nobody's incarcerated in that scenario either which is really really cool um and maybe we should talk about incarcerations a little bit um for 
any for anyone who hasn't heard about incarcerations, it's where we take somebody and we kind of put them in a jail, like incarcerate them, um, in order to try to change the way that they are, or um, like it's like not having allowance for their point of view or for what they're choosing. So we put them in their own little jail. We like put a jail around them, trying to make them choose something different. Um, Patty, do you want to add to that? That sounds fantastic. Oh, um, does it? It does. It's fabulous. <laughs> and it's funny, what's coming, what's coming up for me is um, the whole thing about incarceration and because, like, I'm aware of the ways in which, like, my family incarcerated me and because they wanted me to be a certain way and they wanted me to behave a certain way and do certain things. And when we clear away those things, the ways in which we incarcerate people and the ways in which people possibly have incarcerated us, then there's this space for us to really show up. Um, and what's coming up is like around the pole dancing. When I first started doing it, it was totally just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. And I was really aware of like the judgments that I would receive, for example, from my family or from my friends because I was pole dancing. Cause there was just all that there is this judgment and this energy around what that is. And, you know, um, strip clubs and, and prostitution, like all this stuff just comes up around pole dancing. And right. When, when I first started looking at what, what it was that I wanted to create that would be a contribution, like what is it that I know that can change this reality? What is it, what space do I be that can change? And pole dancing for consciousness came through. I was like, holy moly, really? Okay. And I really had to pock and pod myself because I knew like the judgments that were going to be coming my way. And I also had awareness of the contribution that it could be and the space that I be with it. And as I continued to choose for myself, for what I knew was possible, right? Um, I mean, pole dancing has sort of, it's this like awesome little baby, you know, that I'm kind of playing right with right now. But what it has created, as you mentioned, like from your friend that went to the class, even with men, it's like beyond anything that I could have imagined. And I just had an, a sense, an awareness of pole dancing for consciousness, like the invitation that that is for sensualness and sexualness and healing and um, sort of contributing in a different way to this reality. So what do you know and what does anybody know who's listening that, I mean, are we all willing to step up, step in, step out and really contribute something different to this reality? Um, right. And I just want to pull out of what you said, like the word healing, like yeah. it's a huge part of what you're talking about. I, when you did the abuse hold on me in Costa Rica um, in the last few months, mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was, but um, <laughs> it was like one of the most healing experiences of my life. Like I'll never forget. And actually that energy that you invited me to and showed me when you ran that body process on me um, was the reason that I asked you to be on the show and, and kind of why I asked for the topic um, of, of bodies was because there's just this energy that you invited me to that 
I had never experienced before. And I was hoping that through this show, we could put words to that. It's, it's a healing and it's a possibility and it's a sense of, of like peace and lightness and magic. Um, it's a, it's a pattern of harmony. Um, and we can mm. talk about that more later. It was, and it was even before we had really come to understand patterns of harmony, but it was just this energy that I had never experienced before. And you took all of these things that were really in separate categories for me. And you kind of said, Hey, there aren't these categories that you have made or that you have bought are actually not real. And you can have all these things and there is no judgment here. And it was like sexualness and healing and, and just like how we are with bodies and how we can be really close and vulnerable with each other and how sexualness is included with that. And Mm -hmm. it was just amazing to see those categories just fall away. Um, like the, the wrongness and the, the guilt and the blame or like, I always call it, I, I've kind of coined the term that rapey energy. Um, yeah. like because sometimes that's what that, that kind of turning in your gut rapey energy is how we often associate, um, or how we often relate to sexuality, um, and yeah. like twist sexualness out of what it actually could be. And, and so it was really amazing to kind of just let that box fall away um yeah and and can you just talk a little bit about what you are aware of with that well what's coming what's coming right now is the word oneness so I'm hearing you say like you had all these category you know all these categories and these boxes to put everything in but is that really would an infinite being really choose that when we're talking about oneness where everything is included and nothing is judged and what else? I remember well, like when I, and I, I love, it's funny. Uh, what else is coming through is like, I don't, we didn't really even, we didn't talk before or after the abuse hold. So it wasn't <laughs> no like way. so yeah. much. It wasn't so much that I sort of like gave this to you. There was an energy that I was being and you chose to allow that energy to be a contribution and the choices that you have made after having that and being with that energy, girl, those are all yours. Not everybody chooses that. You know, I was just there being, and that was the invitation. And that's the invitation that I perceive like for pole dancing for consciousness that I perceive you know, it was a, that's a huge invitation that access consciousness was for me. It's just like, just be all of it, you. And that is the gift. That is the contribution. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, and it's and, funny. No, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, it's just funny that you mentioned because I'm like, I'm a very vocal chatty person, but I also have this mm-hmm. other part of me that like, I don't need to talk. And you don't need to talk to communicate these things. And it's funny because maybe for, you know, I don't know, like, I'm sure if I was listening to this call and I, you know, didn't know, um, like, maybe just wasn't there. And like, to know that, like, we, like, you never said anything to me, like, it was all just energetic. And, and it's so amazing Like we don't, we just try to, we have this space and this energy and this possibility. And we just 
fill it up with words so much of the time just because mm-hmm. we're afraid to see like what might be beyond that because we've somewhere decided that whatever is beyond the silence is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I remember that moment like when you asked me to do it and I think you kind of turned around and I just looked at you and I, I remember like just gently caressing like moving your hair off off your face or something. And there was just something so beautiful that was created there, you know, by you just being, lowering your barriers and being willing to receive and me just being lowering my barriers and willing to receive also the contribution of what that was for me. And that space that we went into. Um, and like you said, uh, there sometimes there aren't words that can describe things and and yeah I mean that's part of what pole dancing pole dancing is a conversation with your body you know how does your body how does your body want to move today what is your not that we eat during pole dancing but you know to to kind of tie the body into this conversation having communion with your body what would your body like to do today is your body happy sitting at the computer working or does it want to go out and go for a walk and feel the sun on 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 your skin or the wind on your face um maybe want to go dance around in the rain because the rain is just feels yummy on your skin and would you be willing to be an allowance of what your body would like because total allowance for your body and total allowance for yourself. Like you got to start there. I think, does your body want a cheeseburger (laughs) or does your body want a salad? What does your body want? Can you honor your body? It's like the five elements of intimacy with you and with your body. We think about intimacy in terms of like a relationship with someone else, but what about intimacy with yourself? Trusting that your body knows what it would like for itself. Um, I love using the example, the second like you're conceived, all the cells know, they know what they're going to do, what they're going to be, how they're going to contribute, how they're going to work together. Your body uh, right now on its own, it's breathing. You don't have to tell it what to do. Your heart is pumping. Your intestines are doing their thing. The blood is pumping all on its own. That is amazing amazing I call it like body intelligence you know right when, oops I think we've lost our patty you so much information about what's happening around you and about entities and about I mean I could go on and on so what magic would you be able to create if you invited your body into communion and into a conversation with your life? Wow. That was, yeah. Um, it kind of brings me to think of Danielle Carter and, mm-hmm. and the book that her and Gary wrote together, right body for you, because she, you know, she, um, did have a bigger body and it was not the body that her body wanted to be. And she started listening to it. And Mm -hmm. it's amazing. She says in the book that she ate peanut M&Ms 
and Doritos mm-hmm. and anything yep. that her body wanted. <laughs> and yeah. she lost all this weight and she has the right body for her now. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so it's neat. It's it's amazing this this nonverbal conversation. And it's like how does that conversation look? It looks totally different for every person. You for just everybody. have to ask. Yeah, you have to ask yeah. what it is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So. Totally. There was something else. Yeah, oh, the way in which, so you're talking about like the M&Ms and the Doritos and all of that, and the ways in which we judge our body's um, choices for what it is that it requires. So our bodies actually function from total consciousness. It's our judgments that we impose onto our bodies that start creating that sort of lockdown and that kind of, you know, like I have to eat six meals a day and they have to be this and this and this, like all, all of those imposed points of view from this reality about what is appropriate or acceptable or how you should eat or should be. And it's just like, is that including your body in that sort of conversation or are you just imposing onto your body what you think it should be doing? I remember, um, and a lot of this, I see it like in the medical field where they have like a blanket, you know, well, for, I'm just going to, for this example, well, for this kind of cancer, we do this amount of rounds of chemo and this is how we do it. And this is the standard operating procedure for everyone. Right. And I remember like when my mom had cancer and the doctor said that to me and I was like, what? Like, but my mom is not like a standard operating person. What does her body require? You know, she has all of these other things going on and the doctor just could not really hear me. She was just like, no, but this is what we do for everybody. And I'm like, okay, but you have this person in front of you with this other whole set of things going on. Like you can't use a standard procedure for everybody, which I think right. just kind of ties it ties into what we've been talking about. It's, he did, didn't like just check in with her body about what her body required. Um, <laughs> it reminds so, me of one of those little kids who's like, la, 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 I can't hear you, la, 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 yeah, la, la. Totally. This is what I always do. I'm like, <laughs> human of magnitude. Okay, this is the way we've done it and this is the way we do it and nothing can change because it can't fit into my like structure of this reality. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. And it's like the level of intelligence that we have just bedded into the core of who we are and the level of intelligence and awareness in our body that's just there that you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. for or be anything mm-hmm. for or try or it's not something that you earn or deserve it's just what you are it's yeah. amazing to see how we just want to ignore it and stop it and not acknowledge what it is in it but it's, yeah. it's there it's just the essence of us yeah. and it's incredible yeah and we base that like we want to ignore it based on our judgments and our points of views of what we think, right? Using right. the word think purposefully of what we think <laughs> should be rather than following the energy. Following when you're the energy. thinking, you're stinking. Yeah, totally. Like I just read a quote on Facebook from Shannon about 
um, you know, energy is never, what does she say? I'm just going to use his words because I can't think of it specifically, but like energy is never wrong. Your mind is wrong, you know, but when you follow the energy of what's light, of what's light and expansive for you, that is what is true for you. And that may not be what is true for someone else. And that is totally cool. I'm in allowance of that. But you know what? If I want to have Doritos for breakfast because my body is like, I need some salt, I'm going to honor my body. Even though my roommate may be judging me because I'm not having like a square meal, you know, for breakfast or whatever. (laughs) You know, it's like, okay, you can judge me. My body wants Doritos. What can I say? Oh, tomorrow my body wants a green juice. Okay, I'm going to go with that. Like, I'm just following the energy of what my body requires. Um, And that includes when I go to buy clothes. (laughs) People are always complimenting me, like, on what I'm wearing, which is amazing. But I tell them, like, I didn't pick it. My body told me to buy this dress. And and then I asked the dress what shoes it wanted to wear with it. And then they picked these shoes. And, like, I'm out of this. (laughs) I'm, you know, (laughs) I have no sense of style. My body does. You know, when I follow my body and what it wants to wear, you know, you're walking around and and you're feeling good and you're strutting your stuff, right? How Gary says, because your body chose it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. That's awesome. Um, I I remember I was looking for a dress and I was walking around the stores and my body was like, go here. And I'm like, okay. And then I looked. And it picked out this pink. I was like, pink? Really? Pink. Okay. But this dress is amazing. And every time I put it on, my body lights up. And I'm still, like, pocking and potting that it's pink and white. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm still like, okay, I'm going with the pink dress. All right, pock and pot, pock and pot. (laughs) But every time I I wear it. I can't say I've ever seen you in pink. (laughs) Um, yeah, but every time I wear it, my body is super happy and my body changes to fit the, the form of the dress, you know, cause it's very fitted and it's, you know, long and, but my body is like, yeah, I want to wear this today. And it changes to fit. I'm like, okay, cool. How does it get better than that? <laughs> yeah. And can you talk about the nine trannies and what they are and how they relate to the body? Oh my goodness. Um, so the nine trannies, I don't know if I, if I have enough information about that. Um, I know that I live them, right, and that I right. be them. And they're just these magical powers that we have that have been sort of, gosh, the word that's coming is like beaten out of us which is like kind of weird, but it's light. So it's these magical powers that we have that have been entrained out of us. And as I mentioned, like the ability to transform anything, to transform any situation, the ability for your body to change and and be whatever it wants to be in that moment. Um, I had a, what a, I don't remember, I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't remember like, the names of all the nine trannies. So if you have that anywhere, that would be awesome. But I remember I was driving uh, with my boyfriend once and we were on the highway and it was dark. And we were going pretty fast and there were lights in of us and we were like, what's going on? Like it was just really, really confusing and all these people were stopping and there was a truck that had 
that had broken down and, and was just in the middle of the road. But we were going down a hill and we were going so fast that we couldn't brake in time. And there was a truck next to us. And I don't know, in that moment, like, it's just magic. Seriously, we should have been in an accident. We should have not been here today. But in that moment, like, we just nine trended ourselves out of the accident. Like, he pressed on the, on, the, on the gas, and we fit through this really small space that we should not have been able to fit through. But mm-hmm. you, have you seen the Harry Potter movies when, like, the bus kind of shrinks to get in the middle of the other buses? Yep. So that is what happened. And we were both just like, oh, my gosh, did that just happen? Did we just do that? And yes, that did just happen. And we did just do that. And acknowledging the magic that we can create and that we be, you know, there's more magic to show up in our lives. And it encourages us to be more magic. And to me, the nine trannies are just these magical powers that we have available to us that we need to just keep choosing and sort of, you know, bring back those times where you get somewhere a lot faster than you should have, right? That's when you're using the nine trannies, um, right? To just kind of bend, fold, space, time, matter, everything. All of that is available to us. And including the body in that conversation is always kind of fun. And you put on a dress and your body changes to the dress because it's the dress that it wants to wear. <laughs> You're acknowledging <laughs> and being the nine trannies this magic that we be (laughs) no that's an awesome explanation and like the nine trannies are like they're like we'll we'll, we're willing to create that magic in an accident um or if there's Mm -hmm. gonna be an accident occur and i think some people who have really worked at it can create it in other spaces but like why are we not creating it all the time all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I've been asking for more of it. The other day I was in my car and I was sliding down an icy hill up here in Winnipeg or well, Brandon. And uh-huh. I, and, and I was going to hit the other car. Like I was sliding fast and I was close to this other car. And I just said to my car, yeah. stop. Like I just said, stop. And the car yeah. stopped and flew backwards. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. <laughs> but I'm like, well, well, why am I not choosing that in like 75,000 other situations and choices that I'm making? And you, you, you can. What would it take to choose that? And yeah. like I said, it's, it's magic. It's magical powers that we have available to ourselves um, that, you know, I think that, <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited for my trans class that's coming up um, later yeah. next year. Yeah. Yes. Short promo, Copenhagen, June, be there or be square. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, no, and it's, it's really... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was, <laughs> was going <laughs> to tie in nine trannies to... Um, in ter- like for pole dancing for consciousness, I'm finding that, and I'm asking, wow, is this part of the nine trannies? I'm finding that, you know, there's that place where the body tells me, oh, this is what I want to do on the pole, right? The body, right. that. Okay. 
So then I tell the person, hey, do you want to try this, you know, pole trick? And I show it to them. And mine goes, oh, my God, way. Body's like, hell, yeah. You know, <laughs> so in those moments, can we shut off and allow the body to, to do what it wants to do? And people are always so surprised that their bodies were able to do that. Um, oh, okay. And I'm curious, like, if that's sort of an energy of the nine trannies where we're capable of so much more than we're allowing ourselves to be aware of. If we would just let all uh, this stupid judgment out of the way. Yeah. All the places, this is just do a little clearing, like all the places where you've incarcerated your body and all the places where whew, other people have incarcerated your body from the magic that it truly be, can we destroy and create that? Yeah. Right, wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the alphabet soup and the apple pie soup that brings up. <laughs> Can we destroy and uncreate that? Right, yeah. wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. What would your life be like if you included your body in your journey towards consciousness and anything that doesn't allow you to be aware of your body and the communion that you can have with your body where you destroy and uncreate that. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. <sighs> Another awesome nine trannies clearing to run is um, what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be the nine trannies 24-7 with total ease? Yeah. And that is, and everything that doesn't allow that, will you destroy and then create at all times a godzillion? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, all night, long, short, point, and beyond. Um, <laughs> and, and that's like, I loved what you said, because it matched the energy to a degree that I had not heard before about why the nine trannies is not necessarily being used to the to its full capacity on this planet it's beaten out of us like I, I love that word and I think that that clearing if it's run consistently will start to take that place where we have allowed it to be beaten out of us mm. and start it just it's like it's healing <laughs> I feel like it's yeah. healing it yeah so. yeah and the more that we choose to step into that energy and to step into the magic of the nine trannies. Wow. Wow. So much is available for creation and for consciousness. And wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's do a one, two, three and a one, two, three, four on that. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's see. Where do I start? So everything that doesn't allow the nine trannies to be received by those who have the capacities and are willing to choose the capacities, let's change it on three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. And all of... That's awesome. And one more. And all the demons holding that unconsciousness in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's just do a one, two, three and return them for whence they came. One, two, three. Woo. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, and let's do a one, two, three, four on 
a future of us using our capacity, our nine tranny capacities to their full potential. Yeah. And one, two, three, four. four. One, two, three, four. Cool. The world won't know what hit it. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. So let's get back a little bit to the conversation about um, the conversation between you and your body. Um, It's the conversation between us and our bodies. I just love what you said about, about how you have, like, you are aware of how your clothes feel on you when you're wearing them and that energy between your body and your clothes. Um, And it's really, it is a conversation. And once you start the conversation with your body by asking it what its point of view is, by asking it what it would like, it converses back with you by, you know, allowing you to feel the joy and the energy of something like your clothes. Um, So like how, what are some ways that people can really start up that conversation? Man, start talking. <laughs> start yeah. that dialogue with your body. Um, you know, like this morning, I was supposed to go to my pole dancing class and I set my alarm and I woke up and I heard my body very clearly, uh-uh, I, I require some rest. And I was like, okay. I wanted, Patty wanted to go to pole dancing. <laughs> I've got this like target to learn way more new tricks for the new year. <laughs> I wanted to go, but my body was, you know, we've been working a lot and I require some rest. So not only just like asking the questions, but really honoring the information that you're getting. And it's, it's, a, it's a conversation, tuning into your body and how it is communicating with you because it is going to be different for everyone and we can start with simple things like body what would you like to eat um body what would you like to wear body what would you like to do today so just starting the conversation and it's it's a fun little path a little journey to go on with your body and the more you're in allowance of what your body would like the more it's going to wake up and start talking to you um i would also really recommend uh some of the access consciousness body processes because those really help to unlock the places where we have uh locked our bodies so where they can't talk to you where they're just like i'm not going to say anything you never listen anyway you know totally Um, so, so, so the access consciousness body processes, getting your bars run, and just start asking your body questions. And, you know, like, for, for me, for example, like when I choose food, and, and this is just to kind of give people a, a little example of what it may look like, you, you have to discover what it looks like for you. But when I go to a restaurant, and I open the menu, I'm like, okay, body, what would you like to eat? And that thing pops, you know, whatever it is, for me, it looks like, Everything else is kind of blurry, except this one thing is like coming out of the menu at me. And I'm like, okay, that's not what I wanted, but okay. And choosing it. And then I ordered it comes and I start eating and it's like the most delicious, oh my gosh, orgasmic meal I've ever had in my life. And then I keep eating and the, the taste of it actually changes. 
like all of a sudden it's not quite as yummy as those first 10 bites were. And to me, that's how my body lets me know I've had enough. I'm done. If I continue to eat after the, the taste changes, then my body doesn't really feel good. Like I'll get bloated or my body, my body likes to tell me when it's not happy with me, you know? So what does that look like for you and your body as well? And just, you got just be really, really aware. Um, when it comes to your body, you can't go on autopilot. You can't shut off. Just, I mean, you can, but it's not the best choice for your body. Um, and what else is possible with that? Um, so that's just a little example. And with the clothes, you know, as soon as I put something on and my body just like relaxes and is at ease and is joyful, then I know, okay, this is what my body would like to wear. And sometimes it takes a couple of different tries and you just have to just continue being aware. Don't shut off your awareness when it comes to your body. Um, what else? And there are days, you know, when I have a lot of work and where I require to sit at the computer, but my body, like when I sit down and I'm at the computer, it aches and it hurts. And I'm like, okay, what else is possible here? Body, what would you like to do? And maybe it's, you know, turning on a song and dancing around the apartment for a little while or going outside and hanging out with a tree and receiving from the tree and receiving from the sun. And sometimes that's all it needs. So it's really just about starting that conversation, that communion and being really aware. Totally. Hmm. So, so like with, with your, with, with, when you're teaching your classes, what kind of, like you, you come into the room, you be the energy um, and the space for people to choose things with their body that they haven't been willing, maybe they haven't been willing or able to choose before. And like, where do you, you're just present on the journey with people and, and probably like, have no point of view and are willing to take them wherever they'd like to go. And I imagine that you yeah. know, treat your body the same way that you would treat somebody who comes to one of your classes. Oh, totally. I allow their body to communicate with me about what it is that the body wants and I'll present that to them and you know the person does have to choose if they're willing to let go and if they're willing to go there and whether they are or not I don't have a view about it you know honor everything <laughs> right right and I'm in allowance of anything that shows up and I I just be and I be the invitation for whatever it is that they would like to choose. Right. And sometimes, you know, just a little nudge here and there, inviting them <laughs> Never to heard choose more. It's going to choose more. You don't have to choose it, but here it is. You know? <laughs> and that's, I think that's part of, for me, is being an invitation for more to show up something beyond this reality, the invitation for you to choose something beyond what you've been choosing, if that is what you would like. So, yeah. So do you have any and, classes yeah. coming up soon? Um, I actually am going to be doing a little bit of traveling with pole dancing this year. So in these 10 seconds, I have a pole dancing happening in Guatemala. And what? I know, right? Yeah, I'm, awesome. 
Yeah, it's in Guatemala, and then I'm going to have one happening in Seattle a little bit later in the year, and I'm also going to be in Zealand right around when they do the New Zealand Seven Day. So all that stuff is forming. Uh, if you'd like more information, you all can go to my website and sign up for the video series, PoleDancingForConsciousness.com. And then you once you do series? that, yeah, that's so exciting. Yeah, PoleDancingForConsciousness.com. It's a six, six videos. Like the first set is six free videos. And I talk a little bit about what we've talked about today and go into detail. And I also show some people some moves that they can start doing to start awakening their body. And then there's a series of videos after with more tools and more tips. And then you'll be on my mailing list. So then you'll know where my next class is and when it is and all that. I've been talking to a few ladies about uh, Vancouver and Calgary. Um, and so now that the holidays are over and stuff, all that stuff will kick back up. And right. uh, yeah, how does I it get better than that? Calgary would fly. That would be fun. Yeah. So how many days is the class? Um, I have an intro class, and then in these 10 seconds, I have a one day. Um, I'm playing with all of that, uh, playing with bodies, and, you know, sometimes bodies, they get a certain point, and you have to honor that they're done in that moment. Yeah. Um, so right now, it's a one day and an intro, and wherever we go in the classes, wherever we go, there there's there is, like, what I can say for sure <laughs> is that for the one day there's a warm-up and it's a really yummy, delicious, sensual uh, warm-up for you and for your body to start opening up. And then we do tricks on the pole and, and then there's other elements. You know, we go wherever the energy goes and wherever the people want to go with that. So it's, right. it's an access class. <laughs> awesome. Oh, that's so much fun. Well, I can't wait to take one. Yay, me too. Oh, um, all right. Well, we're pretty much coming to the end of our hour here. Um, um, if there, does anybody on the line have any questions at all before we close her up here for the day? Nope. Um, well, thanks for being on the call today, Patty. Oh, thank you, honey. We covered a lot today. That so. was a good conversation. <laughs> we went a lot of places that people may need to listen to <laughs> a few times. <Yeah. laughs> I think this is a this is a three time listening to kind of yeah. telecall. Um, but yeah, that's really amazing. Um, so have a happy New Year, everyone. We'll talk to you in the New Year. Um, I'll talk to you next week on January seventh, and. Um, yeah, thanks so much for, for letting us into the secrets. That was exactly what I wanted to talk about and, and the energy that I wanted to get out into the world for people. So thanks for being it, Patty, and for being the invitation. And uh, that was really great. Thank you, Julia. Thank you so much. Have an amazing new year. And what grand and glorious adventure can we have in 2015 and beyond? Woo! <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> cool. I wonder, hey. I think it can be pretty incredible. Awesome. So thanks to all of those of you out there listening and 
Um, we will talk to you next Wednesday. Thanks. Bye.